This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by The Alcohol Experiment, a free 30-day challenge designed to interrupt your patterns, give you control, restore your health, and put you back in touch with the version of you who doesn't need alcohol to cope, relax, or enjoy life. More than 220,000 people have already tried The Alcohol Experiment for themselves and have seen improved sleep, increased happiness, reduced anxiety, and so much more. Join thousands in this inspiring, hopeful, and exciting program where you examine your beliefs and reconnect with the best version of you without ever feeling like you're missing out. Start today for free at alcoholexperiment.com. Why after seven to day, 10 days when I'm super happy and feeling so good, I'll randomly just decide to have a drink or five and then regret it the next day. Like I'll wake up and be totally fine and not think about alcohol, but that night happens and I'm just like, oh, one day we'll be fine. And then the next night, five days after I'm so depressed and it's just such a vicious cycle. Why? I'm on day six today and I feel way better than I have before. So I'm hoping I don't ruin it this weekend like I have the last three to four weeks. Um, so Nikki, this is a phenomenal question. So I have a, f- a few ways to think about this. Number one is it is very interesting how the brain works. The brain works in response to triggered situations, right? So for some people that might be driving by the liquor store where they always get alcohol. For some people that might be cooking. Cooking was a big one for me. It was like a just, you know, I was cooking, I was going to drink something going to be pouring my glass of wine. Um, for some people, you know, it could be just getting off work or, or having happy hour with your colleagues, whatever the case is. It sounds like for you, feeling good might actually be a trigger. So feeling, you said, you know, you'll be super happy, feeling so good, and then randomly just decide to have a drink. And so that might actually be a trigger. You know that it's a trigger when you kind of go into autopilot, when you really go into just super autopilot and you're like, just pour it. Don't think about it. Don't give it much conscious thought. Just like, whatever, it's fine. Your brain just shuts down. Now, you know that that happens. What is happening in the brain when that's happening is the sort of more primal part of the brain, which is the one that's triggered and craving a drink is what's taking over. And the more human part of the brain, the one that is saying, no, no, I want to lay down new patterns. I want to have new um, thought processes, I want to have new things when I'm feeling good, is the one that's kind of receding into the background. So what it can feel like is like, it just happened. I don't even get it. Like, what was the deal, right? And there's two main things you can do. Number one is you need to get through that trigger one time. The first time you get through that trigger, the intensity of that automatic trigger will diminish infinitely. The first time, you know, some people's trigger was an airport or an airplane, like literally because I was, you know, in corporate and it was boozing and flying. Like my trigger was I'd walk into an airport and I'd go right to the airport bar to have a few glasses of wine before getting on the airplane. (laughs) And so for me, the first time that I did that without drinking, it was uncomfortable because everything in me was saying, no, no, we need this. We need this. This is important. That's what the craving is doing, by the way. The craving is literally saying to your brain, we need this alcohol right now. This is important, by the way, for our survival. I know that sounds overly dramatic, but it's really true. And so that trigger is happening. As that trigger is happening, your prefrontal cortex is shutting down, which means you're not able to make as many good human decisions. But once you do it once, once I went through that airport once without a drink, the next time I walk through that airport, that feeling of craving, that feeling of like, yeah, just have a drink, whatever. 
Um, Because craving doesn't have to feel like, oh my gosh, I need a drink. Craving can just feel like, yeah, no big deal, right? Because the brain can mask a craving in all sorts of different ways. That feeling diminished by more than half. So you need to just get through it the first time. So you're six days in, you've got the weekend in front of you, like just get through this the first time. How to get through it is with super curiosity without judgment. So you say, you know what? I'm making a firm decision that I'm not drinking this weekend. If I drink Monday, that's fine. But this weekend, I'm making this firm decision. It's a commitment I can keep. It's a firm decision. You're making it so no matter what, you're not going to drink. And then the whole weekend, you're going into it like, is it going to be miserable? Is it going to suck? How's it going to feel? What's this day going to be like? What's that day going to be like? And you're just super curious without judging yourself for the desire to drink, for your triggers, for your feelings. The second thing is doing some thought work around why you associate feeling good with drinking. What is it in those moments? And this is when you do it the one time. This weekend is going to give you so much information because you're going to be able to watch your brain and say, okay, in the moment when inevitably I'm going to be feeling good and wanting to reach for that drink this weekend, but I've already decided no. In that moment, what is my brain saying to me? What benefit is it saying that alcohol provides that's creating that logical, but this is why I should drink? Because you're going to have all the subconscious things happening with like just the cravings and how, how the brain works. But then th- that's going to translate into this logical reason of a benefit that your brain is going to believe just enough to allow you to pour that next drink. And so your brain is saying, okay, what is that logical reason? Is that logical reason that, you know, it's just more fun or I just enjoy my time more with friends. And when you bring those logical reasons to the surface, you can really start to deconstruct them. So this is an exciting, exciting opportunity for you. I love it. And, um, and I'm really keep us posted for sure. Can you believe it's already February? What happened to January? It's gone already. And with it, a lot of people's New Year's resolutions. Maybe you started off the year wanting to drink less or nothing at all, but you find yourself still drinking. If that's you, you're not alone. But maybe now you're ready to take back control. The answer is actually not in restriction or deprivation, and you don't need more willpower. I'm here to tell you that you can break your patterns and habits and finally feel liberated from alcohol. You can return to a life where alcohol is small and irrelevant for you, a total non-issue where you can take it or leave it. The first step is joining us for a very special and completely free five-day virtual event starting February 7th. We'll be teaching you exactly how to take back control of your drinking, even if your New Year's resolutions haven't stopped. Save your spot today at controlalcohollive.com. We can't wait to see you there. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today. Thank you.